Hold on. <laughs> yeah, you picked the worst time to scroll over and move your mic as I'm about to intro the show. Are you kidding me, bro? Yeah, I can hear that shit. Um, okay, let's pretend that didn't just happen. Uh, welcome to episode 22 of Formula One with fake friendos. Two friendos here right now, me and Sir Danny Fox. Hello. We are... Hello, Danny. Thanks for muting yourself so timely. <laughs> and uh, You can edit. You're anything. a big boy. Figure it out. <laughs> that was perfect. Great execution. <laughs> um, we're here post-Monaco Grand Prix, post-May, I mean April, no May, going into June, <laughs> <laughs> post-May, just so we're clear on this. Um, so we got a couple things to talk about. Um, we've got Formula 1, 2, and 3. We're going to start with Formula 3, though, with what happened in Monaco, basically. We're going to be talking about that. Um, Danny, I just want to throw this out there. This is kind. Of, this might be kind of absurd to say. Kind of, This might be blasphemy, but was Monaco the best race of the year? Mm. <clears throat> Any other oh. year, this might be blasphemy, Danny. Any other year, it'd be blasphemy to say this. I but mean, I was Monaco the best race of this year? Nah, I don't know. I still would say no because there's not really racing going on on the track for the most part. You can't say I don't know. Yeah. Saying it's the best race of the year just because of the weather. I don't know. I feel like it was entertaining drivers, for sure. It was definitely a dude, good race. I feel like the drivers were on one this weekend. Like they. Were, or elbows out. I don't know. They're just running into each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's exciting, though. It, I don't know. it was I exciting. Like yeah. I don't know. That's a good point. I would have to. I don't even remember what the other races were anymore. I'm trying to see. <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Last year, I could name like the top three off the top of my head easy. This uh, this year, I would say Monaco at least has in the conversation. Anyways, we can talk about that in a bit once we get to F1 because first off, I want to start with. Formula 3, Monaco, Grand Prix. Um, I will say, I don't have too much to say about this, uh, about F3 in Monaco, because I just watched the highlights. Going to admit that. But um, I will say, overall, I just haven't been super inspired of uh, from the F3 grid this year, especially compared to last year. I think it was pretty, pretty stacked. You could tell based on how many drivers moved up. But anyways, Danny, you did watch yeah. these races. What uh, what, what do you got for me? Yeah. What are you feeling? I mean, I'm definitely I'm following a little bit closer just because Saucy is still there. And he was my guy True. last year, so I got to keep tabs. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty good. I think uh, F3 with Monaco is kind of hilarious just because even on like normal wide tracks, they're kind of running into each other. So now it's just like <laughs> emphasized even more. But right. Um. No, it was cool. I I wrote for the the sprint race. They were going three wide into the casino hairpin, which I thought was hilarious. It's like just the most F3 thing you could ever imagine. Yeah, um, just send it. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, yeah, Saucy got a podium and sprint. Um, there were like a decent amount of passes on the track, not a ton, but there were a few. Um, but for the feature, it was really Mini and Paganovich uh, were just like gone. They were right. so much further ahead of everybody else. Um, and it really just came down to like, almost like a war of attrition. Like I think Hadjar's car exploded, which is, oh wait, that's F2. Sorry. Yeah. And ahead of myself. 
Uh, Montoya's <laughs> car broke as well. Oh yeah, they he ran into uh, uh, Colette. You're right. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. Um, so that was that was a little bit spicy, I guess. It wasn't like the craziest thing ever. I will say the yeah. one interesting thing from F3 and F2 is how they do like those two different qualifying sessions, which I'll touch on too when we talk about F2. But mm. I think it's interesting. Um, and obviously they're not going to do like a full Q1, Q2, Q3 like F1 does, but they also have right. more drivers. So it's kind of like, especially at Monaco, um, right, and I, I think it's also like maybe a I don't know, and it's a testament to how small of a track Monaco is, and maybe whether whether or not these cars should actually be raced at Monaco, just by the fact <laughs> that it's the only calendar uh, track on the calendar that they split the cars up into two different qualifying sessions, just so they can actually qualify and get laps in. Right. Um, but even with that, there was like impeding on every lap it was it was crazy <laughs> like people in the last corner just trying to line up and people not knowing people are on flying laps and just kind of sitting there and i was going to run into just all over the place um that being said like the start of the f3 races were always really exciting because there's always right. someone trying to get the nose in front of the next guy next to him so <laughs> um but yeah i mean it was a good track uh for them i think it was just more entertaining i think that's more of like a track that maybe like the team principals of the higher teams are maybe looking to see who can like kind of keep their head because it's like right. the margins are so thin. Um, but yeah, it not a lot of I will, passes. I, but. I will say that it is, I, I'm glad. Well, I, mean, I don't really care that much that they race here, but I think it is a good thing overall because like if these drivers are truly meant for F1, like it's good to get practice around monaco it's like a super unique track that yeah true like if you were a rookie and you never drove at monaco before like you'd be kind of just destroyed you know so that's good yeah definitely. at least and i guess just as like a update on the championship for those wondering yeah so uh bortoletto is currently in first with 73 points gabriel mini uh -huh. is in second with 56 and greg was saucy is in let's third, go saucy. 47 points and Saucy, I'll just add in there, Saucy is the only person in F3 right now that scored a point in each sprint and feature race. Only one. Damn, really? Yeah. Just barely. Okay. He got one point in the feature at <laughs> Monaco. But we, we, we'll take it. We'll take that, yeah. So, Bortoleto is looking really good this year, though. He's already won twice. Yeah. So, um, we'll see what happens. Um, I feel like Minnie's been looking pretty good, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see how it pans out over like the next few rounds. They're racing again at Barcelona. So um Right. We'll see. Back to the real tracks. And I think that that last chicane being gone is gonna be good, especially for F three, because the slipstream is crazy for them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. we didn't even talk we didn't even mention that Imola got cancelled uh last weekend. <laughs> we're just crazy. skipping over it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what races do we have to talk about? We just have Monaco to talk about. Right. I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of weird. Well, I guess I, I guess with even... that, with them not racing at Imola, I'll, we can give a quick shout out to Max and whoever joined his uh, Redline oh, yeah. Twitch stream. Uh, for those that don't know, they held like a <laughs> team Redline is, I think Max is like sponsored by them or he like owns it uh, or something. Yeah, it's like his esport organization oh. that he made, I think. Yeah. yeah and so they put on like a a race on i racing and they streamed it on twitch and they all the donations they got went to help the people around the ml circuit because of the 
massive amount of flooding. So big shout outs yeah, to everybody insane. that was there. It was F2 drivers. I think Owasso was racing as well. Their F3 drivers, I think Portaletta yeah. may have been there too. Um, Luke Browning, I think is his name, was there as well. Mm-hmm. So it was cool. It was cool to see everyone kind of on the same track. And I think Max killed them. <laughs> just <laughs> classic. He's just good at everything with wheels, you know? Yeah. But, Come on, man. Right, yeah. I mean, can't can't let up sense. on a charity stream. No way. Yeah. Hell um, no. <laughs> <laughs> but so that was cool to see. Um, so I guess just a shout out for that. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about F2 then. This I did watch. There was um, some drama in F2. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The um, I'd say a pretty overall exciting weekend for Formula 2. Some good results obviously my boy awasa got a the sprint victory which is good to see i think he ended up with a point in the feature as you know it's good for the championship which is what i was paying attention to we had um the leclerc curse striking at arthur like what's up with that bro come on man every time dude yeah every time man monica is so cursed for them um what else what else what else you got from uh the f2 weekend um, I already mentioned it once, but Hadjar getting a <laughs> little bit of an engine blow up is not ideal. He had the he yeah. had the reverse pull as well. He's yeah, he's the only yeah. reason Awasa got that win is because his car yeah. died. You know, yeah, that's pretty that's brutal. Um, so I mean, you hate to see that, but it was also good to see him up there with Awasa. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, if they're on a track where you could pass, I'm not sure he would stay in front of him yeah. that long, but. Probably not. He did. So we'll take that how it comes. Um, I, I will say his radio was like surprisingly calm when his yeah. engine blew up. It wasn't the, yeah. it wasn't the my engine, ah! you know, it was surprisingly calm. So I was good for him on that. Oh my God. Yeah, actually though, I think I, I had a note somewhere. Someone, um, oh, who was it? Some I think it was someone in F3, whoever won one of the races. They came on the radio and were like, I'm back and started like laughing all like, like they're insane, like super crazy. And I put, I put in my notes that oh major Hadjar vibes. <laughs> major, major Hadjar It was, That's it was Vaganovich. That's who it was. Uh, after okay, he won. Okay. That's super funny. I think it was after he got pole. That's what it was. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh my God. That's that so funny. Um, but yeah, anyway, so for F2... With the qualifying sessions, one thing that I didn't realize till later was the way they do it with the two different qualifying sessions is if you're in the session with the fastest qualifier, you'll start above the similar placed person in the other qualifying session. So it isn't just based on your time all the way through. Right. And I didn't realize that because I they're showing the starting grid and I think I think I wrote it down. Um I think Awasa was starting uh P9 and he was seven tenths yeah. off, and Hajar was starting P10 and he was six tenths off. And I was like, What the fuck? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this bullshit? And I was like, Oh, right, right. Because it's like they do one, one, then two, two, three, three, all the way down. Yeah, that's and weird. I'm assuming that's because of like track acclim- acclimatization, however you say that. Like the yeah, track like speeds up, progression. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm assuming right. it must be that. Um, it's yeah. obviously not going to be a perfect system just because they have to split them. Because um, if if they didn't do it that way and did they did it off purely off of what their qualifying times were, the second session would definitely be faster for sure. Right. And I think right. even so, Vesti got pull from the second session, 
I believe. So, um, Sounds I mean, right. it makes sense why they, they did it like they did, but I guess a caveat for anyone looking at qualifying results specifically for F2 or F3 at Monaco. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's interesting. Um, <clears throat> let's see. The couple other things were um, the, like, red flag into the safety car restart that happened in the feature race where oh yeah they had the cars like unlap which is so weird because i was texting you about this as i was watching like the replay of it a couple of days ago or it was today this morning um i was like how how is because it was uh the top eight and then it was um who was it? uh crawford and then awasa and then a couple other people yeah, like bearman or something from crawford to awasa or from eight to crawford they were like 45 seconds behind like yeah as the like green flag went which so i was like what the what did, what the fuck happened <laughs> i was like no way they dropped back 45 seconds i was like did someone crash and they like just didn't yeah, like, they're like yeah, it's fine. they just got stuck yeah like, what? <laughs> and it's so weird because i think i think there's only they went to time after the restart or right well because they time it was yeah because i think it's like they do however many laps or i think it's like an hour and a half or something like that or yeah, two hours something like that um so yeah, after the red flag, obviously that's like taking so much time. But right, yeah. So it went it went to time, and then this like I was like, okay, so I guess like from from eight down, and they're just screwed. Like they're not gonna catch up forty five seconds. And then I look, and like there's like two minutes left in the race, and like and Crawford and Awasa are like now like fifteen seconds off of seven of, of eighth place. I was like, did they gain thirty seconds? Yeah, in these, like did they have that pace like would they no, have actually like caught and passed if like they didn't get screwed for by this restart like what that's that's literally all just due to being caught in a train at monaco that's all that is 100 percent. so so you think they were just getting backed up by the oh yeah definitely because when you're in a train think of how early you have to break for every corner if there's like five people in a train you know i mean and you're losing that in every single corner but were they grouped up that much I don't know. I mean, even if it's just one car, you can't get past them. But if it's like, if it's three or four, like, yeah, it's pretty, yeah. I would say it's pretty significant. And you're flying in yeah. clean air behind them, you know, trying to catch up. That's true. So, yeah, that, that, that is true. The clean air helps. Also, the, um, what was the guy's? Oh, yeah. If it was a different track, I guess it would be a little different because even if they did catch up, I guess they probably wouldn't be able to pass anyways. Right. And if the guy like that was stuck in the train right behind him, he had DRS on a normal track, he would just pass him and then take off down right. the road, you know? So then it'd probably be a little right. more even, but yeah, I think yeah. that's just like a major Monaco effect. <laughs> like that's the same reason that Sergio got just lapped Monaco twice things. by Max, you know, it's the same. Right. He, was stu- he started last place. Like, what are you going to do? You know? Um, that's fair. So yeah, it's a lot of that, I think for sure. Yeah. But it was just weird when I saw that. I was like, what the hell's happening? Right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely fair. I always thought it was weird too. I feel like they always wait too long to let people unlap themselves. Yeah, that, that whole procedure was so weird how they, I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't just let them catch back up. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Because the yeah. only the only reason it's now really weird too is because of how it ended up playing out in the race itself. Because uh, after the that last safety car um who crashed in that last safety car i don't even remember um Uh, like you mean the red flag well there was like there was the red flag 
and then they were racing again. And I think there was a different safety car because Martin's got his drive through, which we can also talk about. Oh yeah. Um, and so he went into the pits and then came out and he came out in like eighth place because everyone else was like 45 yeah, seconds so behind. Back. So he went right into that gap that shouldn't have exist- existed. So realistically he got points that he shouldn't have gotten. Right. Right. So wait, was it a, was it a virtual safety car after the restart or something? I think, I don't know. I'm something pretty like sure that, there yeah. was something. I'm pretty sure. I just watched it today. I can't even remember. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I, that, no, that sounds right though. That sounds right. That sounds right from what I remember. Yeah. It was, it was something like that where like, I knew there was that giant gap and I was like, oh, he's still going to be in like eighth place <clears> or something. <throat> like that's so crazy. Um, yeah. That does kind of suck. But yeah. So I guess to just back up and talk about the actual red flag incident and everything. Um, oh, yeah. So Dewan is having the worst year imaginable, I think, right yeah. now, which is Wait, super sad. He was on real, that was his real pull. He was in third, right? Or real qualifying, he was in third, not the reverse. Um, I'm not sure where he started, actually. Something like that. He was up there, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, I'll check. But yeah, he's just been having a bad year. Smacked the front wing right after swimming pool, as Charles did last year to get pulled, you know, same kind of area. <laughs> and then right. going up to that big left-hander just like throws it straight around because his wing's off. And then flames, people are coming by. Um, Zane Maloney almost takes out his car and takes him out as well. Um, and not even to mention um, the reason that Martin's got that drive through to begin with. And he like literally almost killed one of the track marshals. And yeah, that was crazy. That man. was insane how fast he was going through that section. And it's also like he knew the car was there. I don't know why he was going so fast if he knew it was a safety yeah. car. I don't know. I guess he was trying to catch up or something, but no one can pass you. So like, what's the point? Um, it's like the double wave yellows and all the people out and about. And he knew the car was on fire the last time he went past it. So like, right, surely, right. you know, there's something going on. Um, but I just wrote in Did all they... caps, Martin stays shooting himself in the foot again for another weekend. <laughs> and he, yeah, that's true, actually. He's just so fat. He's lost so many points this season so far, even yeah. from like Australia, especially, and now here too. Like that's probably a good 20-something points that he's lost just from that. So worth noting. It's, well, did they call or did they do the red flag after – it was after the Martin's incident that they did the red flag, you think – like that played into them doing the red flag because they realized the car was in like such a weird spot or do you think they just, I, think, well, I mean, they probably should have just called it from the beginning. a red I flag, mean, 100% but... they should have just called it from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Like as soon as you put fire extinguisher, like fluid on the track. Yeah. It's that's like so immediately true. a red flag, I would think. But yeah, I guess not. I guess they wanted to make sure the fire was under control before they said red flag. But if there's a fire on the track, you should also just probably red flag it anyways. So true. I don't know. It seems like a lot of the decisions are just a little bit late. I don't know. I feel like it's an instant decision for a lot of those things, but obviously yeah. us watching compared to them, like actually doing it, maybe they're right. seeing other things than we are, but and there's a car right. on fire on the track with fire extinguishers all over the track. Like it seems pretty obvious to like get everyone off the track and get it figured out first. But yeah, I, think you got to give them a little f2 and f3 like race directors i don't know if it's the same people i feel like it's not because i feel like usually they're pretty good with Mm -hmm. those things like like letting the drivers race in the sectors that aren't affected you know by like crashes or whatever so yeah 
I'll give them some benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I mean, fair moment. And it's also hard to probably like, they were wanting to get out and put the fire extinguisher on the car, but it's obviously Monaco and the cars are flying and can't see you. So they got to stand there and watch the car burn. And then they're kind of looking back and forth, you know? So it's a tough situation on all sides. You as a race director, you don't want to put anyone else's lives at risk either. So, right. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, unfortunate timing, I think, but Martin's there. I don't think there's any excuse for him flying around <laughs> like that. That shit was like actually yeah, no, like a bad. foot away from taking that dude's leg off. That was insane. Oh God. Yeah. So yeah, but Thanks. got through somehow lucked out with a safety car or whatever the hell happened. And then, um, yeah. Oh, I think what happened now that I'm thinking about it was after the red flag, they came out behind the safety car. And when it was red mm-hmm. flag, they all just came in whatever order they were in. And so they came out behind the safety car and then the cars were allowed to unlap on that outlap. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And yeah, then yeah. that's why that giant gap formed. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. And so then Martins eventually ended up, I think he was an eighth right. or seventh or whatever. Eighth, I think. Was it eighth? I think eighth, yeah. If he didn't pass anyone, it would be right. Um Pretty sure that's where he ended up. But yeah. Anyways uh top three shout out to Vesti. We we're giving him some praise last year last episode for yeah and our power rankings yeah and our power rankings for his consistency i, think I had him pretty I, have, I think i had him a little bit higher than you i think you did too I remember, right? yeah yeah um but he i mean he looked great the whole weekend um teo p2 he is just always around <clears throat> yeah he seems to always be like one of the top competitors for sure um, I feel like he's just trying to have like a really consistent year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's doing it too. Yeah, I mean the yeah. his worst weekend was at Jeddah when he crashes off right. the Bearman. But every other <laughs> weekend he got twenty seven points in the feature. Then he got eighteen at Melbourne, fifteen at Baku, and now eighteen at Monte Carlo. I mean that's like pretty insane. That's like basically yeah. a podium every weekend. So it's really solid. Yeah, that's what you need. Um, but with that being said, currently in second in the championship besties first with 89 which is crazy that's more speaking to the consistency i think he's had yeah recently. for sure um poor chair 84 and then owasa at 69 points um Oof. and i will say i think this next weekend is going to be pretty big for owasa um yeah to get some points back on those top two guys because the last couple of weeks haven't been super great for getting any sort of points back from them so no definitely not um, yeah We'll see. And it's good that he won the sprint, but main points are in the feature. So hopefully he can get yeah, some definitely. better qualifying and get that all figured out. Um, yeah, especially after the really tough weekend at Baku yeah. a couple weeks ago now. Yeah, that was, was a bad one. Um, yeah. Also, shout out to Zane Maloney for the, the P3. I'll also say True. he is way shorter than I thought he was. They showed him <laughs> in the pits and the red flags and next to one of the engineers and he was like, looking up at him and then talking to him. <laughs> I was That's like, funny. This dude's like five feet tall. Holy shit. I didn't even see that. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's a beast too. I'm, I'm pretty curious to see where he'll end up at the end of the year. Cause I think he's been, he's been pretty yeah, solid. Another one of the rookies, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess there's an update too. Right. Let's see where the rest of our F2 drivers are in the championship. So yep. Oasis P3. We have, um Arthur Leclerc in 10th 10th Jack Crawford in 14th also shout out Jack Crawford for the podium in the sprint true um and then Hadjar in 16th and he would have been probably around 12th ish if he got that win in the sprint so that's unfortunate yeah but 
didn't get it. So we can't count it, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> the what ifs. But yeah, so we'll be back again. We got full F1, 2, and 3 this weekend. Oh, so. my God. It's sweet. It's crazy. Um, all right. Formula 1 time, Mr. Fox. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I mentioned that this might have been the best race weekend of the year and the, maybe the best Monaco race in a little bit. But do you think that has anything to do with the coverage being done by like Formula One rather than like the Monaco, like local broadcast that people have been dumping on for years now? Yeah, it's so I didn't know that was a thing until I heard it was changing <laughs> to F1 right. instead of whatever the Monaco thing they were doing before. But I mean, mm. I will say this definitely was a better race than, than the last few that I've seen. Um, yeah. And I don't know if that's due to production, but I, I did feel like they were catching a lot more incidents than what we've seen in the past. So I feel like it's got to be because last year, I, I remember last year, even there was like a dozen like different things that we missed that like I went on a Reddit after the race and saw like yeah, a dozen right. different like that things that happened that. We didn't see on the broadcast, so I was like, what the hell? Yeah, that's definitely true. Is it only Monaco that that's a thing? Yeah, just Monaco, which is why it's so weird. So fucking strange. Yeah, that's super weird. But, I mean, possibly. Sure. I mean, why not? Let's just give it to them. Yeah, that's why. They did a great job. (laughs) I I thought it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. They either they they got to be feeling so good because people are going to make that connection even if it it really wasn't all of them, but... I think they yeah, also looked like, out that the racing itself was more exciting than it usually is, <laughs> for sure. But yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, even when like people were going off, they were like cutting shots to like, oh, George just went off. Oh, he just rejoined and hit Sergio or whatever, and then cutting back to the yeah, front. Yeah. And now they're oh my god, that was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. I will also say <laughs> for that, um, when George rejoined, he definitely like joined onto the racing line, but Sergio also lost control of the car and drifted wide. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of up there. I think it's still on George, but and it ended up not really mattering because he already had the gap or whatever. But before everyone just comes for George's neck, as everyone's loving to do this year for some reason, <laughs> everyone just hates my man's. Yeah, you gotta cut him I some mean, slack. Just, that one's kind of crazy. It's just like it just when you look at it, it just looks so ridiculous. Yeah, but right. It's like the onboards, yeah, you know. onboards are a little bit different for yeah. sure. But yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Well. The results we had Max winning. Wow, of course, Max was stepping. We had Fernando Alonso in second by just so long, the gap <laughs> 27 seconds. And then we had Ocon in third, a rare second, second time Esteban Ocon, uh, uh, podium pretty good. I think third, I think he got second before, third. hasn't he? Because he won he's in Hungary. I think there was one other race. I think he's gotten second before. Maybe. I remember he lost out on that podium to Botas. Oh, at the Saudi line? Arabia, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it... Maybe it's his third. I'm not sure. I can't remember exactly. But That was a Jedi, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, good results for him. I mean, uh, Charles ended up with uh, the uh, penalty and qualifying so he didn't really have a chance in this race unfortunately which hasn't had a chance in many of the races this year to be fair yeah, I, guess, <laughs> I guess that's true Not, i guess that's true he's he's behind his teammate in the championship after six races that is something i would have not bet any money on going into the year 
Yeah. That's crazy, crazy, man. I mean, I've there are people reporting that the Ferrari and Charles are in talks for an extension, so we'll see if we get any news Charles on that front. Yourself. I know. About the turn, mean, I was, he's about we, to turn into Damian Lillard, bro. We don't want that oh shit. Oh, my. Please, no. <laughs> Sign him for the Supermax. Just never, Yikes. never wins anything. I, I was telling you, like, I mean, Ferrari, like, when you just look at them, like, they're they're obviously not a bad. I mean, they are a bad team, but like, they have the money and like, and like, I don't history know how they're from bad. a long time ago now. Yeah, it just doesn't so make any like, sense to me. Just money is worth so much in Formula One that like that alone should like have propelled them to like better results than they've gotten. So you, but it's just like when you compare them to other teams, that's like the only. It's the only thing that Ferrari has right now is the money. Like everything yeah. else is just so bad. Like the strategy, the strategy, I mean, the, the cars. The strategy are, is the worst part of the team, and it's yeah. it's like just the funniest thing too. Because, it's the leadership and the strategy. Yeah, it's just yeah. Well, all like over the, the place. funniest part of it too is whenever they go for like a an aggressive strategy or something that's a little different than other people, it's always wrong. It's never been like right, they right. surprisingly <laughs> got it right, and they're just gonna gonna beat everyone by five seconds now. It's every time they're like losing so much yeah. time somehow it's like oh so like depressing. like hungry last year and it was like i think one of the alpines put on hards and they're driving around like oh these tires suck and then they threw charles on the hards <laughs> right after it's like what no, are you doing dude they don't <laughs> daddy stop please i can't handle it like it's just like are you not even watching the race like i don't understand or like or like oh, at france and science is passing sergio going into the pits basically and they're like hey pit now it's like side by side in the middle of a corner <laughs> What is wrong with you guys? Doesn't make any sense. Even, even just um, this weekend, do you hear how Lando was like talking about how he's listening to uh, Charles's like radio, and he was like, "Yeah, his uh, engineer was like just telling him about Max's lap times. Like, I don't know why he was talking about that. <laughs> oh, really? There was like people on a hot lap like around him, and this race engineer is like just telling oh, him right. about yeah. Max's." Hey, so like what because that's how, like, i forgot like, that's yeah, why i got penalized is because he was holding yeah up. yeah 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 so, like even <laughs> the other drivers are like what is it what's going on man dude they're setting it's him so up ridiculous. like it definitely feels you know like what? a setup it's crazy and you know what this is i also told you this before this i feel i'm like i'm i'm such a poser when it comes to like jaded fry because <laughs> like i've only been a fan for so like a couple years now i cannot imagine being a fan for longer but <laughs> right. i was gonna say is um i feel like it has it's like the drive i'm ready to blame the drivers now at least like to some level because the fact that charles has not gotten a new race engineer like you had to make some noise about this man like right take some leadership some ownership some i don't know anything like you just got to do something because clearly this guy's not doing you right right over and over and over and over like yeah if you are truly competitive like you have to i feel like you i don't know like yeah no that's where i start blaming the drivers a little bit i mean definitely well even like looking at like this year at I think it was Jetta. I think he was like on a, I think there's a safety car or something. And Lewis was pitting under safety car and was going to come out ahead of Charles if he didn't like speed up, but they didn't mm. tell Charles to speed up until he was on the main oh, yeah. straight. And then he got to the first corner and they were like, all right, speed up so you can get in front of Lewis. <laughs> and then he was like, guys, like, come on, what are we doing? Yeah, <laughs> it was like, that's, yeah. a, that's like insane. That's so crazy. 
you know like, and it's like also you see carlos arguing with his right. engineer literally all race long he's, every he's weekend. like telling them the strategies while he's like going through these corners at 100 miles an hour like ridiculous at monaco to be arguing with your race <laughs> strategist insane. the entire time the entire race like come on man that is insane dude they need some help. Oh, God damn. They just need us, bro. Thing is all it is. Yeah. I'll take oh, Carlos. You can have Charles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. We're about to win a fucking double championship Dude. over here, man. About Actually, to be, about to be the nastiest comeback of all time. Like, but we could do it from, we could do it from like Aurora and Boston. Yeah. Like, we'll do it from here. Like, we'll watch bro, I got, the feed. I got like, TV. Live feed. I'll watch the onboards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, more in the loop than the Fry Shadows. Have like Ridiculous. one screen up with like the little track map of all the cars going around and the one map yeah, of all the tire, yeah. like the lap times and everything. You're like, all right, oh well, God. I know where everybody is. This isn't this crazy? Yeah, for for fifteen dollars a month, you can be just as informed. If maybe not more maybe than that's the issue is they don't want to put the money forward to get the subscription. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe that's what it is. That's a good point. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll front them. I'll front them the fifteen bucks if they really need that. Yeah, you got my login, bro. It's all good. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you the login details. Just hit me up for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh all right God. enough enough venting thank you for <laughs> indulging me and in that i love to um, vent about ferrari might as well <laughs> um all right how about we talk about mercedes a little bit they brought their new yeah spec so i guess to monaco a couple of things about a couple of the cars i want to just touch uh, on yeah is yeah go for the it. mercedes and the red bulls being hoisted 200 feet into the air mm. for everyone to see the floors um, right Right. So I think that could be a little bit interesting going forward, seeing what um, what upgrades Red Bull is going to bring this next weekend. If it's going to be a floor upgrade, if it's going to be that massive. But from what I've seen people talking about on like Twitter and Instagram and everything, it's they think the the Red Bull floor is like insanely more complicated than they could have imagined. And right. I'm no like I don't know anything about aerodynamics and how like stalling works and all that stuff with downforce yeah. and um all that stuff going on but just like looking at their floors side by side like the red bull floor is like so much more complex <laughs> and like 3d and like there's different bridges everywhere it just like looks yeah, crazy adrian knew he did his thing on dude, that. the dude is disgusting i don't know how he yeah, does that dude is ridiculous <laughs> you remember the at the end of uh the 21 season like the Red Bull looked like a freaking tra- like Michael Bay Transformer with <laughs> yeah, all the freaking like, like folds random and wings they have. Like, okay. It's like wings within wings within wings. Like how is that even possible? And dude, he's like Ridiculous. he's like one with the air. He just knows how it's yeah. gonna work. He's like <laughs> a fucking avatar. Last Airbender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last Airbender, dude. Actually, the it's it's so nuts. So I mean, they ascendant of Ang out here. But I will say, I'm like, it does suck for like Red Bull fans that that was like exposed right but for yeah. like anyone wanting there to be close races between not red bull drivers for the year i think that's like could potentially be like a pretty big development in the season towards the end of the year in, in three weeks we're gonna see nine uh floor upgrades <laughs> i hope so yeah. i really yeah. hope so that'd be crazy <laughs> but yeah so in I, I think it's also funny, like Mercedes was probably pissed as well because they like just brought like a whole new car and whole new floor. Like everything was right. new and then immediately it's just like, here's what we did, you know? So leak, yeah. Um, but like I think that's almost kind of uh nullified by the fact that Red Bull's floor was shown because no one's gonna be like, Oh, I want the Mercedes floor. Like, <laughs> no, I want the Red Bull's floor for sure. Right, so right. I don't that's know. Bad man, yeah. Right. And speaking of upgrades, I'm sure this is what you're gonna talk about too, about Mercedes. Um mm-hmm. 
car definitely looks a little bit different now for sure yeah, a little bit um definitely a pretty crazy turnaround trying to put that car together and it's definitely quite the tragedy they didn't have Imola to test it um a hundred percent because that yeah. was having to bring that out at monaco's little dude, tough, it, you could have driven whatever spec you wanted it's not like there's not a lot of aerodynamics yeah. <laughs> generally around monaco it's a lot more like low speed grip and that's like about it you know it's like chassis more than anything right. but i guess we'll see imola would have been huge for them for sure um because it's such a fast like few corners at the beginning so yeah um spanel i think spain will definitely be a good one for him um curious to see yeah, how especially practice goes yeah exactly because they can test based on their uh, results during the preseason testing with their old speed right too, so yeah that's a good point too um yeah so we'll see i'm excited to see that they're like finally they're not just biting the bullet on their no side pods anymore and <laughs> they're kind of like okay maybe we fucked up <laughs> let's change this up a little bit <laughs> um and it also maybe gives me a little bit of like optimistic feeling or hope that maybe someone yeah. else can get up a little bit closer to the Red Bulls because it kind of seemed like the Mercedes was tapped out where it was um, right. just based on like that design they had. So making that drastic of a change, I think if if any team's going to make it work, it's going to be Mercedes um, just based on sure. how good they've been developing their cars through like the past few years. Um, so I guess more, more to come for sure about that. But um, I don't know, at least a little bit exciting, maybe a little bit of something going on over there. Yeah, I, I was I mean, you were saying you were surprised at how good they did at Monaco. I mean it's Monaco, so like yeah be clear on that. But I, w- I was saying like I'd be I would I would have been really shocked if they had brought this new spec and it had been like significantly worse than their old one just based on like the PR angle. <laughs> like yeah. they were already getting kinda dumped dumped on by most people. Right, yeah. So like I feel like that would have been not a good look. I think it was more of like I don't think they expected it like to be sure. slower or anything. I think they definitely expect it to be faster, but my whole thought was like a lot of the times they'll think a new front wing will like decrease drag or whatever. And then they'll put on the car and they'll be either the same or maybe a little slower than before. And it's because of like right. the balance of the car. And it was like a little bit different in real life than how it'd be simulated. So I guess it was more of what are the odds, like just knowing how much Mercedes struggled with porpoising last year like for them to put a whole new car together and just have it not porpoise right away was kind of like a crazy idea <laughs> to just i thought right. almost in my head i was like they're going back to square one basically to like figure out <laughs> how to not porpoise again and i thought that's how it was going to be um but luckily it seems like that's not an issue anymore um yeah but yeah so hopefully they're right up front again and able to compete with everybody but We'll see. I don't know. The Alpines looked really good this weekend somehow. So they did. They um, did. I don't know if that's and I, I've also seen they're kind of hyping themselves up to be battling with Aston this weekend. They're they're bringing yeah, some we'll they're bringing some upgrades and stuff too. So I feel like Alpine has like the most underwhelming like upgrades. Like they're always like fine, but like it's just like I don't know. I also yeah. just no faith in Alpine to like be fast. You know? <laughs> we'll see. I, I mean, know. I don't know. I think. Uh, Gasly and Ocon could be a pretty sick duo if they had the car. They could. They definitely could. So I guess, I mean, we'll see. I, I would love it. I mean, I think this year for Red Bull is chalked. I'm just like not even, I might just stop talking about them on this anymore because it's just right. no reason. But right. the Aston, Mercedes, possibly Alpine battle towards the end of the year could be like pretty insane if they develop how they think they're going to. So um, 
I guess we'll see. And I think the even I think it's going to be mostly Fernando that. coming in third, and then Stroll being somewhere in between the other teams. But then right. it makes the constructors that much more interesting because it's usually Lewis and George right next to each other getting like consistent points. <laughs> so um, we'll see. I know Aston is ahead by one point in the constructors over Mercedes at the moment. Yeah, Lance could really uh, mess up their uh, their constructors. His dad's about to fire him, bro. That shit's crazy. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's, <laughs> That's crazy, dude. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. <laughs> Drugovich, question mark? Oh, my God, dude. I wish. That'd be so <laughs> all right, sick. all right, all right. Let's get into Latifi Awards. You know, Monaco, I feel like this is going to be a weekend high Latifi Award. Uh, <laughs> not not as bad as Baku, you know. I will say. Really? Yeah. I, wow. at, at one point when it's, everything started raining, I was trying to keep track yeah. of everyone that was sliding off. And I, I think I literally wrote, fuck this, I'm not writing all these down. So <laughs> I just stopped trying. I think Magnuson went off yeah. like three separate times or some shit. And I was like, I, <laughs> I'll give you one and that'll be good enough for now. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it's like you're on dry tires in the wet like kind of unfair so yeah, um, yeah that's fair yeah so let me go find this oh also shout out to mclaren's for double points we love that true and good result shout them. out to lando for passing yuki on track i saw that that was that was nice i mean okay it was it was pass good job good job Come lando. On, you, you, you passed even when he does pass you're like oh okay well it's just a pass lando, Lando, you passed someone. Good job, buddy. You're the Formula One race. How many driver. people have Charles passed? That's crazy. <laughs> well, that's okay. He's <laughs> Charles, though. So that's okay. <laughs> um, all right. Anyways, so we have Charles, Lewis, George, and Albon with one for this weekend. Uh, Latifi Award. Uh, when you mess up, you get ah, a point. Yes, to describe Latifi Basically. Award. Yeah, simple. Yeah, pretty much. If you if you mess up, you go off, um, hit the wall like Stroll loves to do. Apparently, um, <laughs> wall riding, <laughs> take someone out, something yeah. like that. Do something stupid. Yeah, basically stuff like that. You'll get an entry. So, uh, Lewis got one for his crash in FP three with the red flag. They hoist his car up in the air. Charles got one for impeding right. Norris. Not really his fault, but. I'm putting it on him anyways. Yeah, you gotta. So yeah, you gotta. You got. I mean, you got a penalty, so you gotta give it to him. Yeah. Uh, George for the unsafe rejoin. It's fair enough. Not much to say there. Yeah. Um, yep. Alvon the FP1 crash at turn one. Right. And then we have Hulkenberg with two. He had. He also had FP1 crash and red flag. And then he also went for that overtake on lap one where he just like locked up mm, and sent just, it straight down yeah. the inside of Sergeant. <laughs> I will also just throw in, I felt so bad for Sargent this weekend because it looked like he was so scared yeah. to defend anything. Yeah. People were just flying yeah, next to him. He was just pulling out of everything and just, <laughs> yeah, passed three times on one lap around Monaco, dude. That's insane. Yikes. That's so, yeah. yeah. So I feel bad, but he's a rookie. So. Tough weekend for him. And he's yeah. American, so we love him anyways. Um, True. And then with three, we have Stroll, Science, and Sergio. They've all had Gosh. quite eventful weekends. So Stroll yeah. had... Uh, <laughs> the opening lap, um, then there was tagging the Haas in the last corner. <laughs> he just like ran up to him yep, and just hit yep. him for no reason. And then the last one was wall riding in the inners. I almost gave him two for that because <laughs> yeah, he almost deserved two for that. <laughs> I don't he, know. He hit the first wall, then drove around, and just drove straight into the second wall. And I was like, does that count as two hits? I don't really know if that's one into the. His wing, his wing was under his front tire, so I'll but give he, him a little bit of pass on the second gas. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that is true. <laughs> 
That is true. No one told us to keep going faster. That's crazy. <laughs> um, and then for science, we have FP2 crash and red flag. I think he sent it into the swimming pool wall as well. Mm-hmm. Um, then he had his send on Ocon, which was insanely ambitious after the tunnel. Yeah. Um, he almost took them both up. Yeah, that was actually crazy. Um, yeah. And then I also had him going off track in the rain, um, which is one of like the more exciting oh, yeah. parts of the race. And he was just sliding at like five miles an hour, just like helpless, <laughs> can't do anything. That was, it's gotta be the worst feeling, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, and I could have probably added another one for Stroll. I think he locked up in that same corner that sign. I think when science slid off, he was already in the corner or something. He's like in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> he was like already in the runoff, just waiting for him. But I was like, hey, it's, it's fine. I could add another one, but yeah. it's fine. Um, and then Sergio. <laughs> Obviously, he has the Q1 crash in Red Flag, which was huge right. and ruined his entire weekend. Um, then we, he also had the Stroll incident, and then he also had the K-Mag incident. And the K-Mag one was kind of crazy, just like ran into the back of him after the tunnel. Checo, I don't know what was going Checo's on. Checo's like the most, like, his radios after he messes up is always just like the most, like, so, ridiculous thought process ever you know he break checked me he's like why would he break check you what are you talking about yeah i swear he's always saying the most ridiculous stuff after he like does something like that dude he you didn't, know? didn't break check you you just have a car that's three seconds left faster like it's not his fault yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at matt he's though. in a house um but yeah so those are all the entries for this weekend not a ton um surprisingly nothing yeah. for lando piastri alonzo quite a few people wow um, that's less than i was expecting yeah so it wasn't really too bad i think it's also like people are probably taking a little bit easier um right but now to go to the full year should i give yeah, the top it. three yeah yeah it goes top three all right and then latifi award standings all for right. the year the so podium far finishers at the moment so <laughs> we have tied for third place we have okay. lawrence stroll lance stroll jesus lance stroll, yes <laughs> not his dad <laughs> Maybe his dad, his dad deserves one if he keeps his son. Yeah, on the team. Of the, yeah, the points is transferred. <laughs> uh, we have Lance Stroll and Charles, both with six incidents on the year. Oofa. And then in second place, we have none other than Nick DeVries. No incidents this weekend, but he had so many last yeah. weekend that he's still in the top three. So you know, he's currently at he, eight. He performed a little bit better after getting the hurry up. Mm-hmm. you know from his team yeah he got um, he got a little bit of praise too so hoping he yeah. can turn things around a bit towards like the second Definitely. half of the season um but good to see he's not just like in walked all over anymore so that's good yeah and then in first place first person to reach 10 incidents this year carlos Sainz. <laughs> oh no <laughs> carlos has had not a great last few weeks baku is oh, especially man. bad for him and now didn't have a great weekend here at monaco either um yeah and so now that leaves Ferrari at 16 total for the year. And the next closest oh, being 13 with uh, Alphatari. Yikes. And as an update, I had Yuki as my winner for the year, and he has five. Science has doubled that at the moment. <laughs> um, I think you had Magnuson, right? Yeah, I had K-Mag. Yeah, he has four on the year. So Okay. A little bit off. In the race, potentially, you know, but definitely race, yeah. not close to the lead. <laughs> Maybe he'll make the last the last second push for the top, you know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. You know, okay, speaking, I, a couple things you just reminded me of, I want to talk about Monaco real quick, um, is the qualifying f- for Max 
that last lap where he gained oh, yeah. like three tenths in the last sector. Shout out to that because that was absolutely insane. That was the most insane last sector I think I've seen of any yeah. lap. That was almost equal to his uh, potentially crazy lap he had at Jetta in 2021 when he smacked the wall in the last corner. Yep. That yep. It was like right up there with that. It was unbelievable how close he was to every <laughs> single corner. Just the the roller coaster of like watching the yeah, timing. Dude, I was so pissed. <laughs> Because so the sectors are oh. the sectors are so short that like it yeah. happened like pretty quick, you know. So you you saw the second sector come through, you're like, oh my god, he's not gonna make it. And then the third one came through, and you're like, holy shit! How the, oh, how he the was fuck did you he had to get four tenths. Yeah. Oh my god! Ridiculous. I literally wrote all caps. Then, fuck this shit! I'm sick of this year. <laughs> Every couple, because I was like, this would be yeah, so he, sick uh, for the race if Alonso's in front. Maybe he holds him up, and then a little tire oh, yeah. strategy gets into it, and then who knows? Maybe Alonso can win. But I knew as soon as yeah. he qualified in front of him, I was like, oh, he's going to win by 30 seconds. Like, yeah, that's there's right. no way. Okay, well, you just reminded me of another thing. Um, before, the first thing is, um, the first other thing is, shout out to Yuki, who's having a really great race until he like had, was having a brake issue, I think, towards the end or something. So. Oh, yeah, he was pissed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about yeah. that. He was so mad. He was like, yeah, oh, try really it. It looks like you're just losing under brakes. He was like, do you want me to crash? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, just brake later, bro. And he's like, he's like dude, just go faster. Like, shut the fuck up, yeah. dude. What the fuck? <laughs> Are you serious? That's crazy. Yeah. So he, I think he was on for a pretty good points finish in like ninth. He was definitely in the points, I think, uh, before that happened. So yeah. rip. And then <laughs> real quick, uh, you mentioned Alonzo. He ended up being like 27 seconds behind at the end and he like made that extra pit stop mm-hmm. onto the, like the new set of um, slicks instead of going to the wets, which I feel like that was a little bit unfortunate. I don't know I don't, if it would have been close enough to like make a difference. I mean, but... it, it, he would have probably still been like, I don't think Max is pushing at the end either. Cause you're so far ahead. Yeah, that is. Yeah. You know, but I think he still would have been like, I don't know, like seven seconds behind. I think it's not that big of a pit loss at Monaco, but um, it's like twenty seconds, I think. Yeah. So yeah. So like seven ish, and that's like without Max pushing or like trying. Right. <laughs> so, you, know, you have to imagine Alonso might have been kind of coasting a little bit. Right. As well. True. Yeah. So, but I mean, even yeah. just on the call to put him on dries was insane. I don't know where that yeah, came that was from. Ballsy. Yeah, it was like soaking. Like some people were like, "Oh, should we put on the wet tires?" And they're like, "Oh, let's throw them on the mediums. <laughs> well, let's see what happens." You know, but yeah yeah so luckily he like didn't try to stick it out and he just kind of cut his losses went back in which is smart um, yeah that was smart but alonzo's a smart guy so not surprised true all right um let's wrap this thing up let's look forward to this next month of races we got three races we're going to be talking about uh let me pull up the schedule real quick we've got spain canada and austria use it three races which is kind of Banger lineup of three races. Holy smokes. Yeah, I love these. You kidding me? <laughs> yeah. It's great tracks. Canada's um, your track. Right. That's the one. Yeah, Canada is my and Austria right after that. You kidding me, dude? Yeah, dude. That's sick. Ridiculous. Um, all right. So similar to how we've been doing it, we're gonna predict the top point finisher uh for these next three races, excluding <laughs> the Red Bull drivers, because obviously Max is gonna have the most points from these next three races. Um so, I think for this last month, we predicted George. I think me and Danny both did. Yeah. Um, didn't end up working out. <laughs> um, Alonzo really has that best of the rest title kind of, you know. Yeah, and in car. His grasp for pretty sure. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, 
the obvious prediction would be to go for him. Um, but listen to this. If you're going to pick Danny someone get... from Ferrari, <laughs> you better not. Danny, when, oh, say it, say it. when things are the most <laughs> dire, it. okay, you need to have the strongest faith and the most hope. The hopium and the copium thing. I'm huffing it all, okay? <laughs> I'm going to say, now, <laughs> now listen, going to change it up a bit. I'm going to say Carlos Sainz. Oh, going these, against your boy. These these summer months, I feel like he is his best time of the year. I feel like he usually has a resurgence around this time. Like when he went, Silverstone's a little bit later in the year, but it's coming up. Home uh, race, next summer. race. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to say Carlos Sainz comes through with the most points in these next three races besides Max and Checa. I like that. I will say, I mean, he is beating your boy in the points. So, you know, yeah, not impossible. I mean, that's not really uh, related to skill. Let's be honest, if we're going to be clear here. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Anyways, he does have 10 in the Latifi award. So fair enough. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go instead of George, I'm going to pick Lewis. Follow trends. Um, I think I'm just going to be really hopeful that this new spec of car is a pretty good step up from where they've been. Um, and then with some more practice time, they can like fine tune some things and really get it to where it's more competitive with maybe not the Red Bulls, but more so the Astons, who I think they're already pretty close to. Um, but I think it's still obvious. Aston had the edge over him at the last race in their old spec car. So um, I think if anyone's going to be able to get the most out of it, it'll be um, Lewis, especially out the gate. And I think he might be a little more excited to be like, oh, wait, we can actually sort of compete again, you know, because he's been kind of down and seemed mm-hmm. like out just in the last few weeks. A lot of complaining, like this car is undrivable. I'm not having a good time, whatever kind of thing. Um, so hoping getting back to like a normal track will be uh, good for Mercedes. Hopefully their car works how they're hoping it will. Um and I think selfishly, I'm just hoping Lewis beats Fernando in the next couple of races, just so the points gap between them is close at the end of the year, because then I'm sure that would right. be pretty spicy. So um, love to see the the two vets getting after it. Very good. Very good. Well, let's wrap this thing up because I am sweating my butt off <laughs> in this room. I'm pretty sure it's like 80 degrees outside and at least 150 in this room. So... <laughs> Let's cut it off here. We'll be back in a month's time, hopefully, if I remember to upload this pod in the next one, maybe the one before. Um, we'll be back. So we'll catch you on the month. Thanks for listening today. Danny, it's been good talking some Formula One with you. It's been fun. Yeah, we'll talk soon. Enjoy the weekend. All right. Well, that's it. Goodbye, everyone.